Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. Good morning and welcome to Music to My Beers, and I am Zach Miller, along with Warren Cluck, and we've got, we're back to it, we've got a special guest in studio, it's been a while. Uh, Brandon Townsley from the Niles Brewing Company, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me guys, I hope you're uh, ready for the hype train. Well, uh, totally. <laughs> uh, we're excited to have you in. One, it's not just a random Brandon appearance here on the show. You guys actually have something special going on this weekend. Yes, so it is officially our one-year anniversary. You made it a year. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, and you did it. You opened during like the pandemic and everything, and here we are a year later. And yes. Fa- fa- I think we laughed about it the last time you were in. You opened a business at like the worst possible time <laughs> yes, in uh, the history of American <laughs> commerce, maybe outside of the Depression. Zero out of ten would not recommend. Yeah, but, but you made it through, and here you are standing a year later. So congratulations! We're Thank pumped you. to have you in, and, and as always, you've you came packing from Niles. So we'll we'll, we'll get to some of this. It is the in. the season of giving, correct? Right, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You're gonna be giving us an excuse to sleep the rest of the afternoon. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> I wanted to give Zach a week. To kind of build I up his tolerance yeah. before... Uh, <laughs> I've, I've been getting back at it, and, and I've been feeling pretty good, so I think I'm ready for today. You know, between the haircut and the fact that you didn't comb your hair today, like, you're back at it for about a week now. You look like a drunk already. <laughs> and that is the Red Velvet Cake Stout, which is a white stout or golden stout, and I add red velvet cake mix, some lactose, a little bit of extract. For the uninitiated, perhaps maybe two dumb beer show hosts, what is the definition of a white stout the first one i've ever had was from evil check they're clayton bigsby yes and it had notes of coffee in it yeah yeah so so what's the difference in the brew process between a stout and a white stout so essentially i took out the chocolate to make it darker oh and then essentially the base recipe is pretty much the same so same as a stout so um so instead of having it chocolate you know that gives it that color and then gives it a little bit of chocolateness uh i did a little bit of flaked barley a little bit of flaked oats and i just kind of kept it without the chocolate inside this will be interesting pour it up let's rock and roll all right I like it's a radio show, but we still like to be very quiet when the pouring's going on. <laughs> uh, well, it's a beautiful color, too. It's kind of like a reddish hue. Or yeah, a, what's the yeah. Uh, ABV on Deep this guy? 7%. Okay. Ooh, okay. Cool. Oh, man, it's going to be a long show today. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow, already, like, just there's a lot of notes of, with a, a red velvet cake, to me, it's not really as chocolate as it's it's more like a fruity kind of chocolate, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you're gonna get uh, uh, cheesecake notes. Whoa! Yeah, that's the first thing that stands out to me in the nose, and it's one of those noses that you smell, and your saliva act gets immediately activated. That's that's wild. That is, um, it it kind of reminds me of like a deep like fruited beer mm-hmm. a little bit. But yep. you've got the lactose in there to kind of balance mm-hmm. it out with, mm-hmm. you know, what sour notes you'd get from like a cheesecake or something right. like that. Yep. And then, you know, cake is What's sweet. the inspiration behind this recipe? You were just like eating a red velvet cake one day. Yep. You're like, you know what red, I think? Well, red velvet is one of my favorite cakes. Mm. So so essentially it's like, how can I make 
kind of a beer out of this. So, <laughs> dude, you've been in, you've been in business now for a whole year. Obviously, what are, what's the big celebration going on with the uh, the NBC? So, uh, so we spread it out over two weeks. So we did kind of like a twelve days of stouts. All right, and porters kind of yeah. thing. So, first weekend we released six stouts and porters, and then this weekend we're le- releasing the final six. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday we'll have Mark. All Stout will be in doing some photos. Right. I got On Base Productions coming in doing some video. Uh, actually, the owner of On Base, Charles, he's a childhood friend of mine. His son, the great and powerful Hank, will be doing some acoustic guitar work yeah. from oh. two to five. So Definitely. we'll have a little bit of music going on. And then uh, we will probably have some of our food. We'll have brunch from Spoken Jim's Cafe from noon to two. And then after that, we will probably transition into doing, like, hot dogs and sausages, which will have sauerkraut so we can do, like, uh, New York dogs, New York sausages, beer cheese dogs. We'll also have some bacon, so bacon, beer cheese. This sounds hot, delicious. Hot festival yeah. of the senses. <laughs> yep. So, uh, dude, you've been at it a year now. Uh, one, congratulations, too. What was the biggest surprise of your first year as, one, a, a brewer professionally, but also a small business owner? So, like, what's something you could never have seen coming? You're like, I didn't expect that. Well, uh, probably the biggest setback is just uh, the government in the sense of, like, so in the state of Michigan, all of your packaging has to be approved both federally and state. Right. Mm -hmm. So federal is actually not an issue at all. Like, within two business days, like, it'll be approved. State, on the other hand, can take up to a month for you to get approved. Wow. So, so sometimes, you know, I've gotten, I've adjusted mm-hmm. to where the beer isn't quite kegged by the time. Thanks, Zach. It's a radio show. <laughs> but, um, sorry, sorry. There we go. So the, beer, so the beer isn't quite kegged. Yeah, so it's not quite kegged while I'm still waiting for that uh, state approval. So mm-hmm. I've kind of shortened it to the point where I'm only waiting maybe a week at the most. And then I can throw it on tap. What's something that's been super easy for this first year where you thought, hey, man, I got this handled? Well, wow, nothing. I don't know, right. I don't know if anything's <laughs> been super easy. <laughs> um, uh, super e- uh, Okay, so something that has been actually really super easy, maybe it's because I'm such a charmer, um, is just collaborations with other businesses Mm -hmm. like whether that's a restaurant whether that's a jam company whether that's logo t-shirts you know anything like that has been probably the easiest process i imagine that being a brewer especially professionally has got to be a lot like uh, i'm pretty good friends with my tattoo artist and i know that a lot of guys who tattoo have the ability to trade out tattoo work for stuff that they need for their business whether it's logos designs t-shirts whatever it's got to be the same currency for you as a brewer. You're like, I have access to as much beer as I need to create. So, can you can you swap me? Like, you know, do these do these uh, you know this entryway or this cement work, and and we'll take care of you with some kegs. Yeah, I mean that is something that. Do you need your lawn mowed? Has like, yeah. right exactly. <laughs> like uh, that is something that's come up. I haven't necessarily taken advantage of it in a lot of aspects, um, just because with everything going on. But yes, it is a valid currency of. Hey, like you want to trade this out? Want to trade this out? Like, what can we do here? Like, let me know. <laughs> so, any uh, collaborations that you might have coming up in the next couple of months? Or yeah, so uh, I'm currently talking with Stefan from Hoplore. Oh, so we're cool. gonna do something here shortly, um, probably by 
January, I would think. Uh, I got a collaboration with Studebaker coming up. Uh, I'm collabing again with my homebrew club. Uh, we're going to do a barley wine together. Ooh. Uh, yeah. You going to put it in anything, like casks and stuff? Um, I'm thinking about, okay. like, splitting it off and doing, you know, just the non-barrel-age version and then putting the other in a barrel cool. and then let it sit for a year. And then... Uh, there's a few more like Guardian and Sagatuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we're going to collab at some point, and uh, we're talking. There is a possibility of doing New Holland Ooh. as well. Wow, yeah. big boy! Big All right. Is there anybody you need to thank for helping you make the Niles Brewing Company dream come true? Like maybe a wife? Yeah, maybe your wife. <laughs> for, first maybe and thank foremost, your wife and get it out of the way. Yes, first and foremost, my wife Alyssa. Uh, she was the one that from the very beginning. She uh, when I was kind of having doubts on whether or not this was ever going to happen or whatnot uh she was the rock that just subtly nudged and sometimes just full-on pushed (laughs) (laughs) to keep me going you need to make beer for everybody (laughs) right yeah and i don't don't know a lot of people who would have a wife that would encourage them to get into beer full-time like that's I know that my wife, Zach's wife, they're like, enough. You have, <laughs> you could take a month off from drinking beer. <laughs> right. Right. You need to tone breweries. it down, not not get full in. So uh, that's that's awesome. What that it's it's been able to uh, to bring you know you and your wife closer, obviously, but also you both had a great time. Let's open this uh, second beer. So this one is the first one that I actually won the homebrew competition among Mega with, and that is cool. the cookies and cream stout. Ooh, it sounds delicious. Yes. Already. It uh, is just, it pretty much just tastes like a liquid Oreo cookie. Wow. So what do you add into this to make it like the cookies and cream? Oreos. Oreos. <laughs> All right. None of those fake Hydrox or the black and whites, as they say, the real McCoy. <laughs> nope. So is this another white stout like the one that we just had? Nope. This nope. is uh, this is all, the rest of them are just stouts. How, okay. many, how many pounds of Oreos go into a, a batch of this? A bunch. Yeah. <laughs> Like double digits. Oh Are my you goodness! Kidding? Yeah, what does yeah. it look like leaving the grocery store with that many? Yeah, Oreos? where do you even oh. buy that many Oreos? Oh, well, that's a beauty of a Costco membership, right there. Hey, uh, <laughs> grab yourself a hot dog and a soda on the way out for a buck fifty. Yep. Call it a day. Uh, the the two that I get the biggest like looks at are when I Oreos and then cinnamon toast crunch. Like, cause I my cart is just like so. Is that loaded. entire cart filled with Oreo? Yeah. Yeah, you must look like a psychopath. I do. <laughs> like people are just like, oh my god, and it doesn't help the that I'm kind of a bigger guy. So like, well, like that explains. Uh, yep, it. Look, yep, at look at him. Look at him. Look at all the Oreos yeah. he goes through. Yeah, that's why I try never to get spotted in a drive-through because they're like, of course that's where Cluck's going to be a drive-through restaurant. <laughs> uh, so what's the ABV on this? So this is just seven. So seven oh, percent. Okay. Do all of these have like kind of a similar base, or do you change it up a little bit? Correct. Some okay. of them, they're they're uh, it's the same base beer that I split up and adjuncted to okay. make it a lot easier on myself instead of brewing four different beers i just brewed one big beer and then split it off oh. and then makes things easier on my end yeah yeah oh this is exciting i'm i'm ready to try this one. Ooh, i love the color already it's kind of like a brownish toffee looking caramel i mean i get a lot of i grab this oh you get the chocolate right on the nose and like a little bit of that cream like that that vanilla cream that's in there um in the middle like a center of an oreo dang Wow. So what was the inspiration behind this one? Uh, this was uh, – so the first time I brewed this was four or five years ago, like when the pastry stout boom yeah. like oh, first yeah. started going. And uh, this was actually my first attempt at a pastry stout. 
as a uh, as a homebrew. And you said this was the recipe that won you uh, one of your uh, your uh, among mega. Yes. Yeah. Tell us really quick about that because that kind of plays into your your decision to become a professional yourself, right? Yes. So uh, we so what actually happened with Mega was uh, I did the bottle caps and corks, which is the uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters yeah. homebrew fundraiser. Yeah. Yep, fundraiser. I was actually a judge for that one year. Yeah. Not the <laughs> By the way, that's a great gig if you can get it. Oh yes, very <laughs> very. Like, you drink time. all these, and I said, "Well, all right." Yep. And uh, so we, uh, me and my buddy who we were brewing together at the time, we had our table set up right next to Mega. And I had no idea that Mega was a thing or, you know, like, like I was like, oh, my gosh, there's a homebrew club in town, like, you know, close, South Bend and Niles. And uh, so, like, the whole day, like, we're trying their beer, they're trying our beers, and we're talking and whatnot. And uh, the president at the time, Adam, he was one of the judges at that point, and that was when I did the Carmel Wow. And it was the first time we did that, and uh, we ended up taking second in, like, popularity or whatnot. And we actually, like, we went through two cases at the oh, event. Wow. Like, oh. everyone was talking about it, everyone came and tried it, and was getting multiple... And Adam came up and he's like, hey, man, he's like, you know, we meet once a month. He's like, you should come to a meeting and, like, come hang out and, you know, join the club and, and whatnot. You're like a meeting of people who make their own beers. This sounds yeah. like a lousy time. <laughs> and so, that uh, you know, like two months later, I, you know, I joined Mega, went to the meeting, and then our, our party slash homebrew competition is in January. And then this is what won first place was this beer right here. Wow. And then at that point you thought, hey, man, this might be something I need to look into yeah. doing full so, time. <laughs> so, you know, because it's a party and whatnot. So so we do the homebrew competition. And then I just continued to drink. And uh, by the time they announced me as the winner... Uh, I was a little on the uh, toasty side, and uh, oh, please it was tell fun- me this ends in like a yeah. huge no, 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 no. Like we're going pro. <laughs> no, 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 no. So what happened was everyone was like, "Hey, try my stuff," and like, "What do you think about this?" And I was like, "God," I was like, after the, like the third one, I was like, "Time out, time out." Right. Next meeting. Next meeting. I my taste, but I'm gone. I can't tell you anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're here with Brandon Townsley from the Niles Brewing Company, celebrating a year up in Niles. And I think the first time I ever ran into the Mega Crew was. One of those early Century Center uh, beer festivals, they were downstairs and they had a, their, their own table set up toward that long hallway. And I thought, oh, this is a thing. There's a club down here, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun. So that was that was one of the one of the watershed moments where you thought, hey, I need to. How much thinking about it did you have to do after that? Because oh. beer is also one of those weird hobbies that you can actually make money doing. Like one of my passions, and I spend a lot of time and money on, are repairing vintage junky motorcycles. Mm-hmm. But there's no money in it whatsoever. Like I could never quit my job and become a guy who restores like 1980s dirt bikes for a <laughs> living because who would want that? It's just a waste. But beer making, beer brewing, is something you can turn into a cash positive hobby. Yeah. And so from that point, then started turning to okay, like business plan. Let's look at location, like what are some things? And then from that point, it was just like, I need to go talk to like professional, you know, brewers. I need to go mm. talk like, hey, yeah. what, like, what steps did you do? Like, you know, uh, Christian with uh, Silver Harbor, their head brewer, um, was really nice enough to let us come brew on a 10 barrel system, oh. which was when you're doing five 
gallons and then you go to a 10 barrel it's like you know like oh my god it's like almost like shock like that math yeah. is coming back yes. to haunt me from <laughs> like you're just like okay and then you're like and you have to do this and you like how much grain and then you start you know it it's like shock but it's a good in a sense that like it's almost like being thrown in the deep end mm. yeah you know what i mean like yeah. And he's like, okay, he's like, this is, like, some of the things we worked on. This is, like, um, you know, you have to factor in, like, what kind of licenses do you want? Like, are you strictly going to be a brewer? Are you going to go cider? Are you going to go wine? Like, are you going to try and distill at some point? Like, these are all factors that you've, you know, you go in. And then, like, with us, we have a liquor license and then a, a brew pub license, which allows me to brew my own beer. But then that gives us access to a full assortment so i can have cider i can have wine i can you know do cocktails so what's the timeline from that first mega win until niles brewing company opens its door how long of how long how many years was that probably seven okay all right so Um, it's it's been you thought about it you had that's enough time to get cold feet three or four times and think maybe not maybe i should just continue uh it was also like uh adding you know like if people come on board people come off oh, yeah. like it, it's just like it's a full up and down um it became real when we actually bought the building and i know that you have a like you have a vision when you first decide to do these things but how close is niles brewing company in its current incarnation to the first thing you envisioned doing back when you had that idea seven years ago uh our tap room is pretty pretty close to what i was thinking uh like i wanted to expose brick i wanted tvs i wanted it to be like a very welcoming and warm atmosphere so from our taproom standpoint it's uh you know we just lucked out with the beams that are that are overhead that kind of gives it a beer garden type vibe Mm -hmm. which was uh it was just positive and it's almost like you think about it and then you pivot and yep. then you're like, okay, let's use this to our advantage. And then you kind of end up with a, I think my tap, I, I really love my tap room. Was it, also, it was. was it also weird? Because seven years is long enough, like, because the hazy thing came into full bloom during that time. Hard seltzers became a thing, and then became a thing craft brewers do and got into. Like, beers changed a lot in the last seven or eight years. Was it weird to kind of be in the planning stages and kind of have to work that in and adjust those tastes as the, uh, as the years went by? Yeah, so what i had kind of like a like kind of a confidence booster this past year at crappers conference um so the first time i went was in nashville Mm. prior to studebaker opening up and i just felt like i'm over my head like i don't like almost not like quite a i don't belong here type thing but i was just like I'm a home brewer amongst all of these professionals. Yeah, that's gotta be. And I'm going to this like, and I'm just like, have a notepad on my phone, and I'm just like, you know, I'm just like going to town with these notes and taking photos and all this. This past year, uh, I went with Ryan from Studebaker, and it like a lot of the stuff that they were talking about is stuff that I was already doing. Okay, so oh, okay. it was just like one of those things where it's like, okay, I've obviously made. The like jump. the nice like corrections and the and the and the techniques to yeah. uh you know to to be considered amongst you know our nation's of these. best yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not quite there and now a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol let's take our beers to the movie with music to my beers B movie joining us in the studio this week celebrating one year in business brandon townsley of the niles brewing company welcome back homie good to see you 
It's good to see you guys. You've been through a B-movie segment or five before, so this should be uh, easy peasy because it's December. We're doing Christmas movies, so we picked Jingle All the Way this week. Classic. Former governor of California, you know, and the Terminator, and here he is trying to get that last-minute Christmas gift item. Which the tuba man? The tuba man. <laughs> Did you know that the busiest day for Christmas shopping is the Saturday before whatever Christmas is? No Christmas. Fun fact: Here, I music in my beard. There you Zach go. Miller. I'm not surprised yeah. by that, though. <laughs> no. um, we, I mean, everybody can relate as adults to finding. You know, there's always that one toy every year. I didn't know any of that when Jingle All the Way came out. I was like 14, 15, so I didn't know anything about that. But apparently, before you know, what in the the 80s, it was. Pound puppies and the Cabbage Patch dolls. And Do you every remember year. Tickle Me Elmo? <laughs> Tickle Me Elmo was the first time I ever knew that was a thing. Oh, and yeah. that there was like an impossible, <laughs> unobtainium, hard-to-get gift. And Furbies. That was Furbies. from my, yeah. when I was a N64 teenager. N64 and Gold. Yes. Eye, those were other big Christmas gift items. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I'll go first, and I'm going to give, and I know Zach mentioned this last week in his uh, pick six, but Alpha Claws from Three Floyds. Ooh, yeah. And I'm going to give this six because um, it is a kid's movie, and you grow up, and you realize it's for kids, and you're not in that wheelhouse anymore. But it is a classic, man. It reminds you of being a kid. Stars Benton Harbor's own Sinbad. Yep. And it was in that weird pocket of the 90s where Arnold Schwarzenegger was literally untouchable. I mean, twins. Terminator 2. He was the biggest movie star on the planet for, for that window of time. There was nobody bigger. But also, you watch it now, and you're like, man, he's gotten old. Like, whoa, a lot of time has passed. Like, Schwarzenegger would be looking raggedy these days. Yeah. <laughs> he can still wax the floor with anybody in this room, but it's just, right. it's like, it, it's one of those, na- like, ooh, I'm, the years are slipping by. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not the, the child I used to be. Zachary? So here, here he is trying to do Terminators and whatnot for for as old as he's getting up there. Well, they're, they're, they're working on a sequel to Twins right now. Oh, my goodness. And uh, Tracy Morgan is going to be the third brother that they find, that he and Danny DeVito find. <laughs> Danny DeVito's another one who's getting getting up there. Yeah, but he never really had, like, a sexy, tight face. Right. <laughs> Danny DeVito's always kind of looked like this. Right. Yeah. Um, for this one, I can absolutely relate, only because I guess one time I asked Santa Claus for a toy that my parents had not gotten, and they thought that, you know, all my belief in Santa was going to rest on getting this toy. So my dad was out running, trying to get a helmet from somewhere, and uh, I love it. I think it's it's super relatable. Um, but I'm probably going to give it three, three of the uh, Saint Bernardus Christmas Ale. Nice. And uh, that one is kind of like a, a Belgian type flavor. I didn't get as much nutmeg and some other Christmas flavors that you get, but um, still a really solid Belgian. So I'll throw three of those in for Jingle All the Way. Brad nice. Dooney. So, uh, with it being a Christmas movie, I'm going to go with uh, one of my beers, uh, Selfless Plug. And there you go. And uh, I'm going to do the uh, Vini's Peppermint Stout, so uh, Peppermint Candy Cane Stout. So, we have a local candy company, and I made a stout, threw their peppermint candy canes in it, and it turned out pretty great. So, I'm going to give myself three of those for this movie. Now, let's crack open this next one here before we end the segment because uh, this is a tasty one. And I did I did see the label. What is it? So, this is the coconut stuff. All right. Ooh. From last week. Does it kind of have like a, an almond joy type uh, flavor to it? Yep. Coconut. What would you add into all this? So, it's flake coconut. It was brewed with honey. It's got a little bit of lactose. Sorry. Oh, no, no, you're you're all good. And uh, oh man, yeah, you get that right off the bat. Yeah, and the coconut is uh, it. It just that I mean, it's not overpowering, but it's. it's I'm an a, island boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, wow. Well, what's the ABV? This one is eight and a half. 
yeah you definitely yeah you feel like you're drinking an almond joy totally it's very chocolatey when you're a brewer and you love candy do you just walk down memory lane and say i like these i like these i'm gonna put these in some beer i like this this is tasty Yes. Uh, sometimes I just walk down the Walmart candy aisle and I just start looking. You're like Roddy Dangerfield and Caddyshack, like, three of these, four of those. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> hey, what's going on I'm like okay, what can I pair this with? And oh, what can I get throws this in? And uh, yeah, so it's... This is fantastic. Like, oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, this is one of our standouts from last weekend. What's the, the, the highest ABV uh, beer you guys make? Is it eight and a half? Uh, cur- currently on tap, yes, eight and a half is the highest. I think the... I don't. I have not cracked nine or above just yet. Um, What's the lowest? Lowest is five uh, percent. What's right oh. in the middle? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're that. Uh, seven. I just did you know, for the low, you know, yeah. six. Uh, I got a IPA currently that's six percent. That's on tap right now. So do you have two any IPAs actually? Barrel aging things that you want to do, or or so I have two beers. On? Two beers that are currently sitting downstairs. One was uh, the smoked porter in the collaboration uh, whiskey barrel that me and Iron Shoe did. So he took my smoked porter recipe, made whiskey out of it, put it in a barrel. So you know, got it out, gave wow. me the barrel, brewed the su- smoked porter recipe, put it in barrel, and then I'm planning on. As long, as long as it's all good, I'm going to take it out, and then I'm going to add bacon and maple syrup to it. Oh. Dude. So it's going to be, like, warm and smoky and sweet and salty. It's like and brunch, it's brunch, man. You don't have to go yeah. anywhere. Yep. So, isn't, uh, it, isn't it funny how everything started out with brewers using the uh, the bourbon barrels from the distillers? And now things have come all the way back around where distillers are now using barrels that people have brewed beer in. Yeah, so <laughs> after I empty that, actually. It's the circle of life. Howard is going to take that barrel back, and then he's going to put whiskey in that barrel. Oh, back. my goodness. And then, well, and then we're going to cool. open the barrel up. We're going to take the staves, dry them out, make a coffee table out of them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Use every part of the buffalo. Yeah. That's um, another one of those collaborations that you do. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah we'll go around the horn here. Some when it comes to being a uh, beer show in 2021, you have to be everywhere. You have to be on Facebook. and Social, have- Zachary. Hammer the socials, they say. Absolutely. We have to be a part of the metaverse. I mean, obviously, <clears throat> pretty soon, who, who knows? We might even have the whole Oculus thing where you can join us for a beer show with the headset on, right? Yeah, if you're one of the thrill of Warren and Zach drinking in your living room, <laughs> without the hassle of having to hint that it's time for us to go, like maybe that virtual reality show will be for you. Let's do it. Uh, so we are on Facebook. We have the Facebook group. Uh, you, by the way, have been putting up a lot of different things, and we, we'll talk about some of that stuff in news and notes about the the fun rumblings of things that, that uh, come One of the, the things area. I threw up earlier this week, and it, it's already sold out. It was on sale on uh, Thursday. Is that Blue Moon sold a uh, Vax cardigan? It's a Blue Moon knit holiday cardigan. There's three different. There were three different styles, but it's got a clear window pocket for your Vax card on it. <laughs> but they were selling it for twenty one dollars and twenty one cents because it's, it's or twenty twenty one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get one? No. Where am I going to wear that? You know what? I had it in my cart, and I thought to myself, "Slow down, Impulse McGee. Like, where are you going to wear your Vax card out in public?" <laughs> The answer is nowhere, so I, I, I left, but then it sold out later in the day. Oh, man. But I put it up on the Facebook group. Yeah, so stuff like that, or if maybe you like found something that you're drinking that you think we should get our hands on, post it up there. Daily drinking treads, threads, treads. Have another. I know. I think I might. Um, and then follow, yeah, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Just search uh, for Music of My Beers. You can also podcast this show and ones like it Monday around noon. Brandon. Tell us about the Niles Brewing Company on the socials. So you can find us at Niles Brewing on 
Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, my untapped is the hot mark. That's Brandon Townsley. Uh, so you can find find me there. See what I'm drinking. Uh, I think that's it. But Niles also, Brewing. you probably on untapped. You want people to like and subscribe to Niles Brewing. Right? Yes, the, thank you, Zach. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is correct, Clutch Miller. I like. Yep, it. yep. Uh, Niles Brewing Company on Untapped. Uh, we're a verified venue. So. Very yeah. Cool. You have right. no excuse not to be our bestie on the interwebs. All right. We have an entire hour on tap. We have more beer. We're going to get to the uh, split one here next. Actually, this be a split fourth, split fifth. <laughs> oh, I love it. Split when, something. Love it when Brandon comes to town. What's this next one here? So uh, the next one that I have is the uh, coffee maple stout. It's eight and a half percent. So I call it the Shulk, um, which is named after my buddy. So what I did with this was uh, he got married in California. And I brewed this beer and sent it to him, and we had it at the reception. So we, oh, wow. I, cool. I mailed him bombers of this, and uh, they, you know, we had it. It went over well, and then I had one left over that I brought to the fo- that again that that uh, homebrew competition amongst Mega, and it won first place on that one. Wow! Well. So you thought you're doing you're doing the public a disservice if you don't take this thing to market, right? Right, exactly. And the the reason why I call it the Shulk is it's after my buddy. It's his last name Shelky. So cool. We're also comic book fans. So. Yeah, I thought Zach yeah. Miller and Warren Cluck were great names to have beers named after us. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there to the universe. You, I'm, you I'm one. I mean, I got my own. I, I'm I'm sure we could work something out. <laughs> I actually have an idea, but I don't want to tell you on air. Zach has his own Miller. Get out of here. I just got that. That's over my head. So lame. Boo this man. Boo. Miller? Zach Miller? Well, it pours hella dark. I love that. What's the ABV on this bad boy? This is eight and a half. All right. So another eight and a half percenter. I'll take it. It's looking, it looks pretty good. Wow. Yeah. Like a chocolate fountain. Boy. Whoa! Yeah, that coffee's that is a gonna wild come. nose too. Yeah, it, it honestly smells like you're walking into a, a Starbucks or a, a coffee shop, mm-hmm. fresh brewed. Yeah, like you just open the coffee bag and you're smelling mm. for that first time. You're like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. morning starting. Wow! And the coffee is prevalent. So you mentioned that you just brewed it or just canned it. So what? Yeah. Oh, you get the nice maple finish though. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's nice. nice. It's that, smooth. that balances out. Yeah. So mm-hmm. then, um, what will this do as as it sits, like with the coffee and stuff? Will it not Sa- be as prevalent? Sadly, it'll get better. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I do have three kegs of it. So. I like I mean, it because the coffee is very pronounced. There have been uh, a couple of years of Bourbon County, some KBS that I've come across over the years that, you know, you, it's there and you kind of get a whisper of it. But I'm a guy because I don't have the most articulate palate. I like the flavors to be very pronounced so I don't have to strain and think, hmm. But you, you drink this beer immediately with the nose and the upfront. You get the coffee, like the coffee bean. It's like you can envision the coffee beans. You ever had a chocolate covered coffee bean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same yeah. type vibe, but you get that that distinct coffee taste, that very slight bitter wisp, and then at the end you get that nice flourish of the maple syrup that kind of finishes finishes things off. So I like beers like this because it's easy for me to say, "Oh, maple coffee, I taste it, I get it." It's it's easy for me to. Nothing's worse than when you get like uh, like a variant of something or an intense style that's got nine different flavors in it, and you're thinking, "I missed the herbal Earl Grey right. tea in there somewhere, or I didn't get yeah. any coffee, and it leaves me hanging." Yeah. I, I, I try to, I'm an idiot. I'm like, maybe I'm not smart enough to taste it. <laughs> I, I try to kind of keep things to like three, 
two or three Ooh. things at the most. Uh, just because I am along, with, I'm in the same boat you are. I if I say it's on the label, I want to taste it. Yeah. Um, so it's just like one of those things where, for the most part, it's two because it's yeah. You know, you have a nice balance of the ma- you know the coffee and the maple on this, but it. You know, I, I do hear what you're saying where there's like seven things on it and you're just like, you taste it and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> We're getting that. We're here yeah. with Brandon Townsley of the Niles Brewing Company celebrating a year in business. Yada, yada, yada. We'll talk about your celebration here in just a second. But um, Don't Drink Beers on Instagram is a great example of a guy like his beer reviews are poetry. And I get really jealous when I read them because I think I can't articulate a beer that's that complex. And make it sound anything like that. With me, it's either it's good, it's bad. But I but I appreciate the simpler flavor blends because it does allow you to kind of pick things out. And maybe maybe one day when I'm 65, I'll be able to sit back and think, all right, now I do taste the you know the uh, the oak leaves in this or whatever. <laughs> but um, where do you get the the maple syrup for this? So this is actually you're about to tell me it's some farm to table Niles exclusive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It is a Niles company. Hey! <laughs> so, uh, so uh, my buddy, his uh, his parents, they own a maple company. They do the Sugar Shack at Apple Festival every year. Oh, perfect! And uh, this is their maple syrup that's in here. And then the coffee, the coffee is just a it's a Mayan blend from Costco. Green <laughs> <laughs> yeah. top Costco cans. That's the one I get. All right. Yep. yep. We're each going to throw in two beers into our pick six. So I will go first, and I'm going to throw in just a really good tropical IPA from Revolution. I've been a fan of Revolution for a good long time, and I love their Hero Packs, and this one is uh, no different. They have this one called Tropic Hero, where you really get like that pineapple and tangerine and even a, like a little bit of coconut in there, which is super good. So I'll throw that one into the mix. And then another one that I like, I completely forgot about this one until it was, was it already almost a over a month since we went to Three Floyds to pick up Dark Lord Day. Oh, yeah. And Three Floyds has their permanent funeral, which is just a really good pale ale. And uh, I know that they do it like a collaboration with a band, Pig Destroyer. Ah, oh, classic Pig Destroyer. Uh, we'll, we'll probably never <laughs> They've play played Dark here. Lord Day in the past. Have they really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be... I, I know Corrosion of Conformity played. <laughs> they're no yeah. municipal waste, but they're oh, pretty yeah. all right. <laughs> all over my head. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of that rah-rah music. Right. Uh, there yeah. you go. Uh, so those are my two that I'm throwing in. Uh, the first one I'm going to throw in is a beer that I haven't had yet. It's not out, but it's supposed to be hitting store shelves fairly quickly. It's the Blinding Light Show from uh, from War Pigs. Oh, okay. Oh. It's described as their Luminiferous India Pale Ale, but it's coming out in 16-ounce cans. And uh, our buddy Jeremy, who, who's the distributor for War Pigs in the area, says that it's coming out. It should be on store shelves soon, like in the next week, maybe two. So keep your eyes open for that. And uh, the next one I'm going to throw in is one that also from War Pigs that I saw. I, I, saw it had, I haven't had it um, since it first came out because I don't see it very often, but Chaos Monger. Okay. It's their double IPA. I'm a big fan, and I talk about it a lot, but I drink a lot of Foggy Geezer. Mm-hmm. It's like my go-to hazy. It's cheap. I can get it. It's better than – it's. I like it better than official. It's a little bit more potent, but also I, I can usually get it fresher. I don't know. I've had a problem on the south end of town finding – Decent, like new official, <laughs> but it's uh, it's it's great. And I finally got. My, I was at Citywide earlier in the week, and I got my hands on some. And I forgot, like, yeah, it's a double IPA. It's str- it's like a mule kick, man. It's nice. 
aptly named Chaos Monger. <clears throat> awesome. I stand war pigs all day, every day. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm feeling it. Feeling it over here. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go with two. Uh, the first one I'm going to go with uh, to kind of uh, help out Ryan, who was nice enough to have one of my beers as his pick six. Mm. I'm going to do the Selp Scepter. So it's a New England IPA he just has on tap. He brought me some yesterday, and it is awesome. It's super juicy. It's got a little bit of the hot burn to it. Not super bad, but it's very pleasant. I really liked Ryan, too, when he visited here for the show. The first time, you know, meeting him and stuff and hearing about his story. Yeah, I also love the comment (laughs) that Warren had when he's like, oh, obviously you've talked to Brandon because he bought, he was like, hey, man, I'm going on the show. I was like, bring as much beer as you want. (laughs) Right? You guys guys went out west together earlier, uh, what, about a month ago, two months ago? About two months ago, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Crappers Conference. We're hoping next one's in first week of may dude what's that like how big of a room is that oh just so, wall to wall all you can drink like yeah. nuts yeah pretty much they have like 10 drink stations set up throughout the whole place oh, and Whoa. uh the showroom floor like half the time was just us just we literally visited like every booth just like chatting and saying hi and what are my favorite stuff memories of a festival like that i got invited to a whiskey fest in chicago and it was funny because when it starts, there's press there. Everybody's classy. And there's a big food spread. And by the end of it, it's like, you know, the scene from Fear and Loathing Las yeah. Vegas where everyone's a monster. Like, <laughs> you know, I saw a guy from, like, the Kansas City Journal putting handfuls of cheese in his pocket. <laughs> People were just monsters. So, like, there you go. Anytime there's a, there a big conference like that or a big trade room floor, I always think, like, oh, man, it's yeah. going to start out one way, but yep. it's going to end another way completely. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we, had a, we had a great time just walking around and just chatting with everyone and whatnot. And, like... You know, everyone like they like they want to, in a sense, they want to give stuff away because that's less stuff for them to ship back. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. like, hey, just say hi. You want a shirt? You want a shirt? You want a cup? You want a you want a glass? Like it it, it was just like that. Um, and then the second one for my pick six is I'm going to go with the haze variant marshmallow that's mm-hmm. currently on tap at my place. So it's a new England, New England IPA that I added marshmallow to, and it is very tropical and sweet and kind of has a ward off salad type vibe to it it's very good is it straight up marshmallows that you add in there or do you add in the Correct. marshmallow fluff oh, okay straight marshmallow nice okay uh let's talk really quick about this beer where you were nice enough to bring down a, a variant Dude. a variant of bourbon county i have not <laughs> yeah. had yet uh, what, what one is this so i brought you guys the cola for wow. this year now i've seen it's love for good. this online and i've seen hate for it online so I have not had this yet, so I'm going to try it right now, live on the air. You know what? You know what I get from it, or like a lot, is I do get the sugar, like almost like you're drinking a Coca Cola. But one thing that throws me for a loop is there's a little bit of orange in there, mm-hmm. like the orange stout that they had released. What was it? Chocolate orange two or three years ago. Um, that was one of the variants yeah. for the Bourbon County, and I I like it. I think that this is delicious. I can see where they're trying to go, and this is like a RX Cola or something like that. RC Cola. RX Cola. <laughs> RX Cola. Oh, man. Tell me it, you only have it, Coke money without telling me you only have Coke money. <laughs> I only have Coke money. <laughs> so it definitely has a, uh, like on the nose, I'm just getting that bourbon and chocolate, but man, that taste is completely different than what I'm getting on the nose. It, yeah, you have the spices, you get a little bit of that orange peel. Yeah, and it it to me it's it's close. And I know that you can you can taste the difference, but it, this tastes like fountain Pepsi. Yeah, you're right. A little, a little bit. bit. That same yeah. crispy kind of like snap at the end. That kind of hot spice finish. Yeah. I will tell you tell you this. That's a weird that's a weird variant to do. Like that's Whoa. a weird. So they did put in citrus and coriander and some spices and stuff. Wow, with the brown yeah. sugar. 
That's um, it's interesting. Classic yeah. Hola Stout. I uh, I I give this props. Uh, similar to like uh, the Carmella last year. Yeah, which was like. Hey, by the way, the one, it's still drinking really good. Yes, yeah. I had one that candy like, apple like three weeks ago. Ooh. Yes, it's still it tastes really good. Um, that like it was weird. Like it's interesting because that's the one that you're like, huh? But it's the one that like everyone before I tried it, everyone was like, don't sleep on it. Don't sleep on the Carmella. Like it's yeah. weird, but it's good. That was my favorite. So it was good. my favorite variant from last year. Yep, last that was, year. It was. It was great. Plus, agreed. It's nice to pour it out. And you're like, wow, that looks different than the rest of them. But correct. You know, if you're gonna go outlandish with a different style or a different flavor, like like we said earlier, make it pronounced, make it nutso. Like the only one that I've had from from Bourbon County, the line the last few years was the campfirey one. That. What was the I'm the north on that the one. north woods that oh, blueberry? Ooh, it had like an no. it had like a. Uh, like a, almost like a wet, burnt firewood finish to yeah. it. I don't like blueberry in my beer, anyways. No, like Blizzard I, of Cos, I've never been a fan yeah. of. So anything with like that, no, I'm not not feeling it. Blueberry coffee is another thing. You know, I mean, you just huh. it just stinks up the office. Blueberry bagels, last one I'd ever pick at Panera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in blueberry, I I just being the Great Notion guy in the area, uh, blueberry muffin from Great Notion. It's about the only one. It, uh, yeah. It literally tastes like a liquid blueberry muffin. But even muffin. if you're ranking monster cereals, like blueberry is no Frankenberry, is no Count Chocula. Oh, that no, is Count correct. Chocula is the best. Uh, so uh, we, I think on a monthly basis, there's like at least six local businesses we collaborate with on a weekly or monthly basis, whether that's uh, we have a local jam company, restaurants um you know we have a uh, uh, video production and logo uh you know there i try to keep it as local as possible mm-hmm. you know like the maple syrup that we used and whatnot so whether it's our cocktails or our beers i i, I am very local community focused on yeah. all of that it's, it's always super hype for a small community when you get a brewery handed to you. I know, like, I grew up in Hickory Corners. There was nothing there but a gas station and then a, a corner store that sold nudie mags. But if somebody had dropped a brewery in the middle of town, the place would have gone nuts. But, like, Leesburg with Hopler, when they opened up, like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, our little town's getting a brewery. Same thing with Bare Hands and Granger, you know, the Crooked U, that entire neighborhood. They're like, mm-hmm. we're getting a brewery. Same thing with Niles. Like, Niles has its own brewing company. Yeah, it's uh, it helps puts us on the map. It also helps the city in terms of bringing people in that – you know, they come have a beer from me, and then they go and get food somewhere else, or they go and visit one of the shops we have. So it's just a win-win for everyone. Um, one of the things, too, that I think is really cool is how you guys have, like, partnered with downtown to do a lot of different things, and you do, like, yoga, and then yep. there's, like, the, the Niles Outdoor Dining Experience, or the Node, as people call it, that's here to stay. That was, like, more of a pandemic thing, but are you guys, that's going to be there for a while, or... Yeah, so I think currently it's scheduled to be there through January. Oh, so then, perfect. Uh, then they'll uh, revisit it okay. and then decide what they would like. The note is kind of a controversial topic. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's a very controversial topic. Well, like how? Some businesses are not happy with the road being closed. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so that's mainly it. Um so it's just like one of those isn't that kind of outweighed by the fact that people are making downtown niles a destination for entertainment like wouldn't you think 
yeah, there there's that aspect. We've had bands and whatnot. Uh, now that the colder weather has kind of come through, uh, I mean, there is a fire pit out there. Um, so there there's that aspect. But it just, you know, it's just one of those things where... Dude, you also, you can't please everybody all the time. Like, you just yeah. can't. Like, you know what? If you want to make a great omelet, you got to break a few eggs. Right. That's true. So... Um, so yeah, so the, the, the node, like, uh, we do offer things to go and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, the other thing too is, uh, we're supposed to have a social district here, uh, set up probably around New Year's. Um, that's that's not, and then you can walk all around downtown. Yep. So you can come fill up a glass, uh, or cup with me and, uh, we're, we're going to probably offer some hot ops. Yep. I was saying, we'll offer some, some, uh, some nice, like hot chocolate and coffee, like an Irish coffee and whatnot. We'll, we'll start offering that once that's all set up and ready to go. Now, Brandon, we, uh, we're here with Brandon Townsley, the Niles Brewing Company. You're in one. We'll give you a chance to wrap up or to recap the, uh, the celebration for you guys being a, in business for a year how has the last year been for you man besides a lot of work so you came in when niles brewing company was about to open they got pushed back a little bit and then and then you guys managed to pull it off and now you've been open a year but how has it been being a brewer in the in the space for 2021 so i last night i as i was finishing up the last two beers (laughs) to be put on tap this weekend um i ran across a uh, you know, like Facebook memory from a year ago. And it was just essentially because we started canning. And the fact that we were literally canning everything. And this weekend is the first time that I will have all 16 taps of my beer. Yeah. <sighs> Hell yeah, dude. And it's yeah. just like, it. it's awesome in the sense that how far we've come. And just like, you know, if you, I don't want to like bring up bad stuff but like just all the restrictions and everything that we had like yeah, because from I, I remember the start talking to you and even like chit chat on facebook and, and some of the things that see you post that you guys had the world thrown at you like literally like yeah you can open then it was only carry out that you can only come in these hours and then you 50, couldn't be 25%. here 25 percent, 25 percent and yeah. then it was 50 percent and yeah, then yeah, finally yeah. they're like oh like all the restrictions are pretty much gone at that point but we've and, also seen a lot a lot of bars restaurants and breweries that didn't make it through the pandemic you know yeah. not even just regionally but but nationwide so to have a success story so close to home that not only did you guys open up but you thrived and a lot of that speaks to niles as a community because you know, if if the community wasn't behind you, you guys wouldn't have made it. Right. And I think that's, you know, part of the wanting to collab with businesses because if we all succeed, then it just makes us that much better, that much stronger. Like, it keeps us going. And so with just partnering up with, you know, whether that's a restaurant, whether that's, you know, the, in, the companies that are based in Niles, like... It's just been awesome in the sense that going back to what you said, like, what's the easiest thing is literally just ringing up a company and be like, hey, this is my idea. Like, these are my thoughts. Like, what what do you think? And immediate, it's like, yes, let's do that. That makes sense. Love it. You know, and then it's good to go. So when you're coming back in at this time next year to celebrate your second anniversary, where where do you want to see Niles Brewing Company? So... In the second year, I'm hoping that we have our barrel age program going. Uh, I'm going to start working on loggers. Let's get some crispy boys going. Yeah, I'm here for that. Um, I have a new sour series that I'm working on currently, so we'll offer a couple of uh, kettle sour uh, beers. 
And I'm hoping that just with all the difficulties and we've made it through it, that it just keeps getting better and better. Yeah. Well, poetic. Look at that. Let's let's talk about this beer you just opened up for us because this this one is not a Niles Brewing Company. No, jam. this is not. So this is <laughs> we're all uh, big, we're all big fanboys of Great Notion out in yes. Portland, Oregon. So uh, so th- I was uh, lucky enough to get the collaboration between Great Notion and and uh, Parish out of uh, Louisiana, and they are famous for doing the Ghost in the Machine, and Great Notion does Ripe. So this is the Ripe in the Machine. Whoa. Go ahead. Here we go. What, okay. 9, 9.2? It is 9.2%. Correct. I didn't just nail that. I actually took a look at the can, so don't oh, think okay. that I'm so terribly <laughs> piercing. I should have played it off like, uh, I'm getting a 9, oh, 9.2. Oh, my goodness. Wow. This is, I love the artwork, this too. This is incredible. Yeah. So, But that real, you get like a piney nose to it a little bit, and then that fruit just kicks you in the in the grill. Yeah. So, uh, so funny story. Uh, last day of Crapper's Conference before we leave, uh, we went to the uh, Beer House, which is the lager place in Denver, yeah. which is like the go-to place for Crapper's in Denver. And uh, me and Ryan are sitting there, and we've had a few, and uh, I go to use the restroom, and I come back, and I notice that at the table, like kitty corner from us, is a bunch of people with great notion shirts on and so i like walk past i love you i I walk past i see i see the great notion and i just do a u-turn real quick and because you know they it was they were just waiting for their beers they weren't you know Mm -hmm. and i was like hey guys uh i just want to say that i'm huge fans i'm from a little town in michigan i'm not going to say how i get your beer but i get your beer I'm huge fans, and I just want to say that you're in my five-year plan. So uh, four or five years from now, I'm probably going to reach out, and hopefully by that point, you know, we can work work out and do something. And then were they cool? They were they were like, oh, that's so nice, and like so like oh, we, we appreciate it, and thank you very much, and whatnot. And I said, I'm going to say no more because I've had a few. So thank you very much. Have a good night. Smart, <laughs> yeah, dude. smart move. I'd be like, oh, I'm drunk. Don't mess this up. <laughs> right. Oh man. Keep it short and sweet. Yeah. Right. I you think set that, your yeah. point. You threw it out there. Yep. Yeah. This beer is fantastic. Those guys just crush it. I mean, mm-hmm. they just absolutely crush it. I couldn't believe when I went out there over the summer how small of an operation it is. I wasn't at the place where they can and brew most of the beer, but their original location, it's just a teeny tiny guy. It's it's a little little buddy. Yeah. Wow. So another thing I should say that in the next year is, uh, so we have signed on with a distributor in Indiana. Oh. And that's that's how we were able to be at the Festival of Beers in, I think it was September that, yeah. that was, oh, yeah. was they just announced their new date for next year. Um. And I want to give a shout out to Case and DJ with uh, Hop Station because they're the ones that hooked me up with this distributor. So there's a good chance by probably second quarter of next year, we'll probably get some kegs out in some places here in Indiana. So you'll be hopping around to a couple different locations and being able to uh, have your beer on tap at, at yep. some of our favorite establishments. Yep. That's yep. cool. So we'll see Good some expansion. And now, hey, now you got a real conundrum on your hands because you've got to think of a really wicked tap handle for Indiana that people want to steal. Yeah, well, I, I have a very classic tap handle because yeah, yeah. it kind of goes with the classic can art that we have. So I, for this point, it... I think it'll suit. suit you know, one of these days on. in the beer show, <laughs> next time you're in, I'll bring in the Jason Lee and Cluck Show Baller Status Beer Tap Handle from back in the day. When uh, it was like the second year of the show, we had uh, a beer made for us by Magic Hat up in Lawton. 
and it was an incredible it was an incredible beer. We weren't really into craft at that point, but it was strong, stronger than a lot of people had ever had. But we had a uh, a Niles Tool and Die Company machine us a stack of dollar signs for the tap handle, mm-hmm. and I've still I've got the only two in existence at my house. <laughs> so nice, awesome. Yeah, the beer was great because then the brewery went out of business immediately thereafter. So we had four horsemen do the beer for us after that, and then they went out of business. So it's a cursed recipe that we'll never brew again because we we think. We don't want to drive anybody else out of business. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) Yeah. But maybe one of these days we'll think about resurrecting it. Do it. Do it. Baller status beer. That needs to be a thing. Yeah, I think it's when we use the word baller a lot, but I don't know if we really do that anymore. Maybe we'll call it on fleek or something. (laughs) I want to say that's like, oh, that's so 2015. (laughs) It was was about 2012, (laughs) 2013-ish. It was somewhere in there. Oh, it was a good time. I remember Galley Sports Pub. You guys had uh, a little event out there and and whatnot. So, yeah. So when your beer's in and around the area, like, let us know. I will. We'll head to the uh, release party. I'm just uh, working out logistics. Because of my space, I was gonna say like you're in Niles, just like logistically across the state line. No, that's that's the easy part. It's uh, it's it's more because they have to come pick up the kegs. And, yeah, and it's funny because when yeah. we got our beer from Lawton, we couldn't go up there and get the keg. We had to have United send somebody up there, and there was like a, a passing of the keg. Then once it was at their warehouse, then we could go get it. That was the first time I'd ever knew anything about beer distribution yeah. and all these. Like, there's a lot of rules of red tape. But that's a subject for a very boring podcast some other time, so we'll get to that. Up. Uh, all right. All right. All right. <laughs> what segment oh, is it? Where are we at in the show? Oh, my goodness. We've opened up like six different beers, and uh, thank you for uh, bringing these. Brandon from Niles Brewing Company. You're welcome. Sharing some of your uh, own special stuff that's available today, but um, also some uh, little other few tasty trees from the the area around but no i'm gonna leave the floor open to you basically what is going on like today you've got your anniversary so one year you've been in business and then what else is going on you know what can we look forward to in the coming weeks so hey, uh we've been drinking so make him we, talk we <laughs> make me talk no make make brandon no make talk. me talk <laughs> <laughs> so uh tomorrow actually we have pro wrestling trivia we do trivia every monday but we have a special hey, pro wrestling your Facebook wrestling. page of all the winners every night that's hilarious i know right we do a good job uh uh, promoting and you know give we, we appreciate people coming in on a Monday night because there's not a whole lot going on in Niles so we appreciate people coming in hanging out with us uh, Tuesday the 14th we have a clay mask event at the brewery where we have what is uh, that it sounds a clay like mask event. Uh, yes we have a clay mask event where we have raw oats uh, coming in and they will uh Make a clay mask or teach how to make a clay mask, and then you make it, and then you take it home, and boom, there you go. And you look in the mirror, and you say, we all wear masks, metaphorically <laughs> speaking. <laughs> and it's a... Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, Tuesday the 21st, we have uh, uh, my buddy Charles from On Base Production runs a retro strange movie, which is kind of like an old movie... Uh, I believe it's Santa Claus versus Martians, which is from like the 40s or 50s. It's oh, wow. all like black and white. Oh, so cool. we'll have that so at the brewery. Science Theater 3000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll have that at the brewery on the 21st. We got a couple Christmas parties. Um, and then that's kind of what we have for the rest of the year. We're going to be open noon to five on Christmas Eve, close Christmas Day. 
and then we'll be closed Christ, uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day as well. So, cool. We got a lot of stuff going on, and get in. Uh, get, get today in. we have uh, brunch from Smoking Jim's from noon to two. After we're almost at that point, and then we have uh, also food from two to five: sausages and hot dogs and various fixings. Uh, we have music from two to five. We have acoustic various fixings. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Notice how I just like oh, it's various fixings, yeah, and then uh, we got some acoustic music from two to five with the great and powerful Hank. And uh, uh, anyone that comes in today, uh, Sunday, our actual anniversary, um, as long as we while supplies last, you get a free uh, bottle opener. So uh, if you come in, you're underselling them a little bit. It's yeah, a Miles no. Brewing Company bottle opener, but it's also a dog tag. That you yeah, on your neck. Really it, you can. Yeah, it's a, it's it. I I was very happy with the way they turned out. Um, and then uh, yeah. So and then we have the we have like I said we have twelve or eleven stouts, one porter on tap. We got some IPAs. We got some domestics and cans. Uh, we got wine and cider. So we literally have something for everyone. We got cocktails. So even if you're not a huge beer fan, uh, if you're more of a cider or a cocktail person, we got that. We got you covered. And marvelous. Yeah, just stop on in. Well, dude, on behalf of Zach and myself and everybody listening, one congratulations on a year of business, man. That's just huge. Phenomenal. Yes, thank uh, you. You are definitely uh, an asset to the craft beer community here in Michigan. So on behalf of Zach Miller and myself, we bid you a fierce cheers. cheers thank you appreciate it podcasts by federated media